Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, the other day we were talking about some of these summer etiquette rules, like don't blast your music when you're at the pool or at the lake or at a backyard barbecue. Um, or on weekdays or days in and wow. <laughs> or when, when uh, we're sleeping yeah. early on Saturday morning. Uh, and you start that lawnmower up, don't do that either. I hate that. Uh, when you leave the beach, don't shake out your towel all over the person beside you. Don't sit up next to someone at the beach that's, you know, you're just two inches from that person. And then don't assume it's fun to splash the people around you at the swimming pool. That was one we kind of got stuck on because kids will do cannonballs and the moms are there and they don't want to get wet. I was doing cannonballs Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dads and uh, uncles will do it too, Kato. Yeah. But as I did some research, you know that was on the list of some of the rudest things you can do at a pool in the summer. And there's some more things that I want to mention right now, and one of them is using the pool as a toilet. Oh, yeah. Now, we've mentioned that before. I will go in the ocean, or I'll go in a pond or a lake, but I ain't going to do it in a pool. That's just rude. (laughs) Number one or two? One. Okay. Well, it's really gross Either. that you do number two. <laughs> All right. Another rude thing that you can do at the pool, they say bringing glassware is very rude. Stick to yes. plastic cups, uh, red Solo cups, metal water bottles. Uh, breaking glass at the public pool isn't a good look. You what know, do you do about wine? Well, you, you get a box. You're <laughs> <laughs> sitting there with a straw and a whole box. Yeah. Open <laughs> That's an adult Capri Sun. Boy, it is. It's a big one, too. Yeah, it it's is. like a Sam's edition. Uh, you're that, onto something, Kato. We should do that with hard liquor. Yeah. they. Uh, you can actually buy the little bags to freeze liquor to make oh, your own. Bummer. Uh, but they do make smaller boxes of wine, not just that big case box. The big one is not a single serving? I mean, it can be, okay. but I mean, if you don't want to be noticed at the pool, they make the smaller ones. Yeah, and it has been before, Tom. I looked at it as a challenge, and I won. Okay. I will say, if you bring the bigger one, people think you're going to share with them. And you're I don't. Like, what made you think that? <laughs> now, this one goes along with setting up beside someone next to the beach, like with your towel, but it says, hogging the lounge chairs at a pool. If you want yes. to show up early and get the best spot, that's fine. Just don't use a towel, book, bags to hold your spot and then disappear for three or four hours. And then you don't know where the person is. Yeah, I was at Ocean Lakes recently, and uh, that's all you saw was chairs with towels in it and yeah. not one person uh-huh. in any of them. Because what happens, like, hey, put that towel down because it's yeah. from the hotel, and then you'll go try to find some better place at the pool. And then you never come back and take that towel off. No, what they do, they send the uh, daddy down at 8 a.m. to put the towels <laughs> oh. out. And then they come back and have breakfast and lunch and get dressed. Yeah. And then finally make their way about 1 p.m. Oh, wow. And, and they have a sign that says that if, if you can't do that, they will take up your towel to give that chair to someone else. But they don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what you do is you just pick them all up and put them in a big pile somewhere and then go sit down. And whenever someone comes out, you're like, I, they had already taken all these yeah. up. I don't know anything oh, about it. Yeah. Okay. Rudest things you can do at the pool this summer. They're saying go inside barefoot. Going inside barefoot, and I don't know, they say that's one mainly for resorts and hotels, but if you're heading inside, towel off and put your flip-flops on. Oh, yeah, especially if you're going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, because it gets too wet. Yeah, because I've been in pools, neighborhood pools, yeah. and kids will take off to the bathroom barefoot, and uh, I'm like, gross. And you step in that puddle, and you're like, oh, please be water. Well, yeah. well, please. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sound it makes, though, when you hear them run in there, and then you hear that boomp. It's like the head on well, the floor sound. That's another oh. thing. It's so slippery if there's yes. no rug in there and you're like, <laughs> your feet's going up in the air. So that's very dangerous too. 
All right, two last things. See if you feel the same way. The rudest things you can do at the pool at summer. Jumping in when you're gross and super sweaty. You see the person that's just super sweaty and nasty, and they're not wet. They're just sweaty. And they jump into the pool and get all their cooties in the pool. Now, where does baby oil come in at this? Neither of them matters. The sweat's going to rinse off, and you got chlorine to kill enough to any animal or any germ in there. Because there are sometimes I'll jump in with the baby oil, and I look, and it's like a little trail of yeah. oil coming You're from like me. a snail. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know, they always suggest rinse off before you get into a pool. I'd never no. done that. Well, now, a lot of times, though, you're coming from the beach, and you've got sand all yeah, over you, of course, and they you say, yeah, you want to take a shower before you get in the pool there, or because you're sitting there, and you're in the pool, and you can feel sand on the bottom of it. Yeah. Something ain't right here. I'm not a dish. I'm not pre-washing before exactly. I get in. All right. And, you know, you're pretending, this sweat thing, you're pretending that everyone doesn't have a nether region that's soaking in that water. I mean, that's why I get in. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Cool <laughs> off. It's because you don't see it. You pretend it's not actually soaking in the pool. All right. But, but you'll know it because I'll be waving my legs under the water. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't dancing. That's a new water dance. <laughs> Finally, they say showing up with some kind of contagious condition like a big old rash or foot fungus. Or and open sores. And you can see it on the person <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, don't, don't get near me. And all of a sudden you see him jump right next to you and you're trying to back away. You don't do that? Uh, if you have yeah. Band-Aids, too, oh, make well. sure they're waterproof and they don't fall off and float past me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll make you gag in a second moment. They ain't nothing like going underwater with some goggles and seeing Band-Aids and dirt floating Dude, around. you don't ever want to go underwater with goggles. Not in the public. No. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> There's all kind of stringy <laughs> substances that look a lot like snot floating Stop. around. What? you never been in a public pool with goggles? No, and I don't think I'm ever going to now. You should see what's floating under that water. It looks so clean on top. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't go to the pool with Tom. That's another gross thing to do. (laughs) Just, I guess, just you describing all that stuff. Oh, I got you. (laughs) I'll be throwing up next to Tom. That's that's gross. Don't do that in the pool either. No. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. You know, our kids today are very sheltered compared to when we grew up. And part of it's because we just did not have the internet and all of the exciting things to do online and with computers that they do. They just don't have as much reason to go out in the real world. It's not better than what they have on a computer. On a computer, they can shoot people without getting in trouble. They can drive cars like crazy people without getting in trouble. They can experience outer space, and they can experience dungeons and dragons, and they can all do it in their home. And they can hide things from their parents. Okay, that's a <laughs> negative way of looking at it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah. But, you know, for us, we didn't have that, so we had to use our imagination and go make that up out in the world so we would go out and play and turn the world into those things in our minds. We'd and, climb a tree and pretend like it was a rocket ship. Okay. No, maybe y'all didn't do that. <laughs> Not exactly. Oh, we did, but the little girl next door, the limb she was standing on broke, and uh, she fell a long way and hit bricks. Oh, oh I didn't get I ran inside. <laughs> to get help? Uh, well, I mean, I was going to tell her that that was the rotten limb she's about to step on, but she hit it before I did. There you go. I quit climbing trees then. So we had to use our imagination, Tom. What exactly did you make the tree limb in your imagination? Huh? What, what part of the spaceship was it? 
uh, the, the ejector broken? button. Okay. <laughs> ejector button. <laughs> That's horrible. Is she okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. She was fine after that. I mean, she, you know, was slow, a little bit slow. Okay, that's horrible. Um, I was reading some interesting stories about people and some of the things they did where they didn't end up ruined for life. And uh-huh. uh, I read about something that used to happen up north that I, it may still happen up north. I didn't know it because I never grew up around snow, but it's called Skitchen. And Skitchen was where once the streets were covered with packed ice or snow, they would just wait for a car to go by, some random car, and grab on the <laughs> bumper and ski behind it. Oh, it's like Marty McFly in Back to the Future on a skateboard where he grabs the back of a pickup truck yeah. to get away from Biff. You remember that scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, um, it's very like that, Hawk. But uh, we used to do it in Florida, but we didn't have ice or snow. We just do it on dirt roads. And the big difference being would usually be a friend of ours truck that we would grab onto. Right. Yeah. We used to do it behind four wheelers, and the whole objective was to sling somebody off of whatever they were riding on. No, we weren't riding. We were standing on our feet. We were skiing on a dirt road. He how? ran through about thirty pairs of shoes that summer. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> like, "How are you wearing your shoes out <laughs> yeah. so fast?" See, we would get on a little sled, usually behind my dad's car in an empty parking lot, but uh-huh. it was snow. Okay. And he would sling us around the parking lots. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was in the, so you had to snow again. Yeah, we yeah. Had, and it seemed like it snowed more when I was younger than it does now. It's lot, global warming. A lot of times, and <laughs> this is weird, that. I've seen videos, is that like in the, the northern states where the ice gets really thick, they'll drive pickup trucks and stuff on the lakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll just drive out there and do donuts and stuff. And I'm oh, like, yeah. you look down and you're like, oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, I look back at some of the other things we did. We used to do all kind of stuff with bicycles. We would build ramps with plywood and logs and stuff and just jump our bikes as high as we could. Like, we thought yeah. we were Evil Knievel, yeah. who was a big motorcycle stunt guy. Uh, we would lay kids out and try to jump over the kids, and you'd always pick the kid no one liked to be the last one because yeah. that was the one most <laughs> likely to get landed right. on. Um, but we also we liked to put our uh, cards in the spokes of the wheel so that it made it like a sound like a motorcycle, at least in our imagination. And then we would also follow the mosquito fogger truck. I don't know if they do mosquito fogger trucks anymore. No, now you have to go and pay for it from a company to come out and spray your yard. Okay. Yeah. So can you chase along on your bicycle? I don't know. I've never had no, that done. No, because they don't do the whole neighborhood. It's like the person buys it specifically for their house. So when we were growing up, the county would send out this truck. It was usually some guy with a pickup truck that had just bolted in this sprayer in the back of the truck. And he had a little generator going so that it sounded really... And there was this hissing sound, too. So you'd hear it. It's almost like uh, when you would hear the ice cream machines, the trucks, you'd hear it coming. Yeah, yeah. So kids would all get on their bikes and drive as fast as they could. And then we would follow along behind in the fog. In the road. Coughing. Yeah, but it smelled kind of good. It really did. In a weird chemical sort of way. How are y'all still alive? Yeah. I don't know. Seriously. (laughs) Quite frankly, most ice cream trucks you see today have the same experience because the exhaust is so bad and the (laughs) mechanics on the ice cream truck is so bad. That's why they have music to cover all that up. Yeah. The the foggers were crazy, though. You literally sometimes couldn't see three feet in front of you, and it was just pumping out mosquito poison. 
and we were breathing it in. And it's so weird that cancer rates are so high these days. Yeah. It's such an odd coincidence. Now, <laughs> you've been doing research. Who, who sent those trucks out? Well, in a lot of cases, it was sent out by the um, county or no, you're, you're thinking the CDC. Yeah, you said that the CDC No, the said CDC it was just said it's okay. Yeah, they didn't that's what send I'm them out. Yeah, I don't believe the CDC. So kids, stay indoors. Don't touch grass. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> well, they're kind of doing that now. You got mosquitoes. Yeah, no wonder they don't want to get off their iPads. We were pretty tough, though, if you think about it. We survived all this stuff. Barely. <laughs> well, here we are. Now, I did read up on it. Up to 1972, they actually include the chemical called DDT, which is poisonous crap and not good for people. Then they realized it was bad, and they switched to something else they said wasn't as bad. Oh, I think it's called aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Today is Tattoo Day. It is. Let's talk about your tattoos. You want to? I don't have one. I'm too scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can watch video of someone getting a tattoo, or <laughs> and I'm like, I cringe. It looks <laughs> so painful. I would get yeah. one. I just don't have anything I'm passionate about putting on my body forever. Yeah. I mean, I don't see... And plus, you see so many of the really cool ones when they're new, and then they fade, and they're just not as cool as when they were new. You need a cheese ball just right, <laughs> on, <laughs> right on your stomach. Ooh, like cheese ball. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a friend I've hung out with for years. Uh, we were at a pool over the weekend, and... He goes, I didn't know you had a tattoo. I'm like, are you serious? Oh, wow. How long have you known me? Well, Kato has. He's got one on his ankle. Yes, and, it really needs to be touched up. I, 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 you know, I had that for Torture Tuesday. Well, See, that's the thing. They don't last. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it kind of faded. And this was before tattooing was legal in South Carolina. So, well, I was on, <laughs> you're I was a rebel. The, I was on the edge. Well, <laughs> they have listed the body parts where clients complain the most about pain. And uh, very interesting to see what's the most painful place to get a tattoo. But first, you know, a lot of people, they do get tattoos. Top reason is because it thinks they think that makes them look more attractive. And that's one of the reasons why they get tattoos. I'm sure yeah. some of them do. I think they're cool. I had one drawn up, and I was so excited to go get it, and then I chickened out. Mm. Yeah, uh, it will make you look a little cooler if it's not your cousin, Johnny. That's got the shakes in the barn mm-hmm. with a pen. Or someone who doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> yeah. But um, I no think regrets. you go too far on the uh, face tattoos. You can, it, it, you've either got to be really a tough person to pull it off yeah. or you're just going to look weird. Mm. Well, when it comes to the guys, and this is a growing number, 69% say they're okay with a woman with a tattoo and they're attracted to a woman with a tattoo. Now, piercings are a different story. Really? Not as happy with the piercings when it comes to, to those. That's odd because those are less permanent. So the most attractive <laughs> spot for a tattoo for guys, what, what do you think it is? Arm. It is a hip. Their hip. They're like a little tattoo on the hip. For it's, guys? No, what guys what like? What guys like. Oh. Yeah. yeah. On women. <laughs> yes, okay. on women. So, so we don't like a hip tattoo on a woman. No, that that's what you do like. Yeah, you do oh, like. Oh, okay. I think Most attractive less spot attractive. for a tattoo is the hip, the guys say, on a woman. A friend of mine has a full sleeve, and it's so pretty. It's like dragons and, and girly things, but it looks so tough. I love it. Least attractive place for a girl is, according to the guys, a tramp stamp. I ain't going to say it. I thought a tramp stamp might have been what he was just talking about. <laughs> I ain't going to no, say it. And I've never seen a hip I'm afraid I might offend somebody if I do say it. So y'all can What'd guess you all it? you want to. No, I ain't going to say it. 
On a woman? <laughs> oh, her boob? No. I wouldn't guess. That's going to get us Someone, in more trouble. Someone's already said it. Does anyone what? know what it is? Uh, the tramp stand. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh, wow. I mean, not that they're tramps. Okay. Most but. attractive spot for piercings, <laughs> they say, according to the guys on a girl, is... The ears. Belly button. Oh. Belly button. Until you realize it never grows. It never closes up. Mine did. Mine still hasn't. Tom had one, which was ridiculous on a big old belly like it. I did it for Torture Tuesday, and I thought it was pretty cool. That wasn't on the list as being most attractive. For men? <laughs> least, <laughs> least attractive that the guys don't like as far as your piercings go is ladies. It's new. The, probably the, the bull nose. It's the bull nose yeah, ring. I don't like that either. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. They nope. do not like that. Um, yeah, I had the belly button ring, and I had it for a long time, but then whenever my we had kids, my wife's like, you know, they're not going to grow up with a dad that has a belly button ring. <laughs> so I had to take it out. Okay, so here we go. These are the most painful places to get a tattoo, according to all these complaints they've compiled. Top of your foot. The head. Oh. Head. Wow. I guess. Uh, I don't... I, well, probably forehead. I, forehead, maybe? Because they do say face as well. That's number two on the list. Yeah. Your sternum was number three on the list as far as being painful. <clears throat> I'm poking myself with a pen with all this stuff. Okay, right They there. all hurt, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. I'm the forehead. Forehead doesn't hurt as much. You know, our coach taught health. I'm not sure I got the best... <laughs> You know, training, but sternum is where here? Yeah. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's on your chest. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. The forehead, I'm going to say, is a low pain area. Okay. Number four was hand, especially your palm is supposed to hurt when you're getting a tattoo there, according to the complaints they got. Um. Okay. I could live with that. Rib cage and stomach's next. So, uh, I mean, yeah, yes, that's kind of painful right there. And it's weird because there's certain places where my wife could pop a zit in that area <laughs> and it doesn't hurt. And there's some places where it's the most painful in the world. That that side, lower side area can hurt. Yeah, but that rib cage tattoo is so pretty. I always feel like that's just so when they get the scripture or whatever else on it. I don't know. I think it's pretty. Um, I'm not going to get it because I'm a weenie, but it's <laughs> yeah. cool for other people. Horrible pain there. Butt cheek was next on the list as far as being most painful. Okay, that's we're, getting, we're getting pretty tattoo. far down the list, aren't we? Yeah, inner thigh and knee was uh, number like seven or so. You got ankle and then foot. Cato, that's where you come in. Yeah, mine's on the my kind of my bottom. Did it hurt like on your ankle? Yes. Okay. And I, and oh I have, God, that hurts a lot. Yeah. And I know people that actually uh-uh. have as a tattoo on top of their foot, and you see mm-hmm. how thin that skin yeah. is. Oh, that they hurts said it too. was horrible. Yeah, because it's thin skin right there. Yeah. I got this little. It's uh, one of those mechanical pencils, and I'm stabbing myself in these You're places. So weird. <laughs> these places are hurting. <laughs> Okay. More than the ones you said earlier. Let me stab you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rude. So the places where people feel the least amount of pain when they get their tattoo, arms, lower legs, and shoulders yeah. were the top answers. Arm, I can just stab my arm. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to stick with henna. I don't think I'll do a real tattoo. Okay, we don't care. That's just lame. Who's henna? <laughs> it's so that brown sweet. stuff. Oh, okay. Well, they, they just draw paint, on They you? just paint it on you. Okay. And then finally, you got signs. You got a bad tattoo artist. So here are the signs. You got a bad tattoo artist. The tattoo artist threw in a, a little thought bubble that said, sorry. <laughs> you haven't removed your shirt since 2004. That's a sign you got a bad wow. tattoo. And then finally, sign that you got a bad tattoo artist. He uh, accidentally put the teardrop under your nostril and not under your eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, could you imagine a little teardrop under your nostril there? I can think of other ones. Like he came in last place in his spelling bee. 
That would be a bad yeah, that's a good regrets. Uh, no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no, no, no rug, ragged. I, how do they say? How did they do that one? Regrets. The regrets. R A T R E T. Oh, with an A. Yeah, no, that's like, the Millers. The you, movie The Millers. You got to misspell it though. He did. I did. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. We had an interesting situation with someone here at the station. One of the salespeople announced that they were getting engaged. And uh, everyone was congratulating him, but or them, her, actually. Uh, but she said that she wasn't really surprised because she had been tracking him on the Life360 app, and she knew that he had been to the jewelry store. So she knew it was just a matter of time. Aww. But it's one of those things where you ask yourself, are they jealous? Are they keeping right. an eye out? Or is it because they just were maybe looking to see, is he going to the jewelry store soon or what? Yes, now, you and your wife keep up with each other? We do. That's why I was going to bring this up, oh. because my wife's out of town right now. And Tori was asking me, I said, she's in Hilton Head. And Tori said, what part? I'm like, I don't know. Let me look. No, you didn't. You said Myrtle Beach. Well, I and said I said, oh, which first. part? And you went, oh, Hilton Head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I looked what? at it, I said, wow. Oh, I was wrong. It was Hilton Head. And then we were trying to figure out where she was in Hilton Head. And so... That could be a problem right there. Like, she's not in Hilton Head at all. <laughs> she is in Hilton Head. We well, just looked. I'm just... Wait, her phone is... It's not Kato. That's <laughs> not nice. I'm sorry. I've it... always checked up to make sure. Like, if she says she's getting her hair done, she comes back with a different hairstyle. And, oh, yeah. I, and I've been to vacationing in both areas. I'm like, how do you get Myrtle Beach <laughs> and Hilton Head mixed up? <laughs> I don't know. Why would I know the difference? I just knew she she was going to one of those places. Okay. You need to hit the coast. Why? Because he doesn't get out of his house. <laughs> I mean, if he goes grocery shopping, he counts it as a vacation. He barely hits the mailbox. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of funny because here I am. We're able to check up on each other at any time. And we normal we don't, obviously. But if you ever, sometimes I'll do it. I get home and she's not there. I'm like, I don't remember what she was doing today. And instead of texting or calling her, I'll just pull it up and go, oh, she's at her hair place. Or... Oh, she's at TJ Maxx or whatever one of her favorite places is. I could see how that could be useful if you both agree on that. Yeah. And I, I, I Why think, wouldn't you? I think transparency is great in a relationship, and it, you should be able to do that. Now, I'm kind of curious, Tori, do you and John, do you keep track of each other and, and have that on, that no. agreement? You he's don't? fine. We're fine. <laughs> okay. I don't even think about it. I mean, if I... Do if I get home and he's not there, I'm like, oh, where'd you go? Uh, but that, that's the thing is, it's more of a planning thing. I can look at it and go, oh, she's not going to be gone for probably two more hours or something. But I don't do it to like see if she's running around on me. Whatever you need to justify it. Do you do you ever get home, Tori? Sometimes and he's not there, and you're like, oh, whew, I got a couple hours to myself. Heck yes. <laughs> and that's why I look. I'm like, how much time do I have? Yeah, you turn on that trashy TV, you get a bottle of wine at one o'clock in the afternoon, and then he shows up, and you're like, well, this is awkward. And, and, <laughs> and why do you have that guilty feeling doing something that's really harmless? You know, it's your house. You're in a controlled area. You want to watch some kind of silly show. But the minute he walks in the door, yeah. you're like, man, I, I just, it just ain't as much fun anymore. I want to turn it off and watch it later after he goes to bed. Because he judges me. Like, I love Married at First Sight, but it's trash TV. And, he, and he's like, you know, this is scripted. I'm like, no, they really are in love. And then for you, Tom, it's like you're playing that video game. She comes in, you hear the door open, and yeah. do you feel guilty at that point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to feel guilty about wasting time, and then I saw a meme that said, waste, uh, how was it, um, if, if 
your wasted time. If you enjoy the time you've wasted, then it wasn't wasted at all. Yes. <laughs> so well, now hey, I'll she's never... got it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I mean, I agree with the map thing keeping up. Heck, I got my Google timeline that tells me where I'm at sometimes. Well, you need to know. I was like, where am I right now? I was like, let me pull my cell phone out. I have had friends go, what time did you get home last night? I, go, I don't know. Let me pull up my Google timeline right. and it'll tell me everywhere I've been and what time I walked in my house. I bust my son a lot because we'll tell him to go to bed at a certain time. And then we go to sleep, and then I'll see the next day he's been typing on some app or another at two in the morning. I'm like, you didn't go to yeah. bed when you were supposed to. So those detective shows, every one of the people get busted because they check their cell phone. Oh yeah, it's like at this point, why would people take their cell phone with them to do something <laughs> bad now? And that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, here's a tip: if you're going, if you don't want anybody to track you, leave your cell phone where you said you was gonna be, and then go somewhere <laughs> else. So our friend Craig Wooten and I were talking about this, and one guy got busted because he didn't take his cell phone with him at a he took it everywhere else but this one time when the crime occurred and they're like it's obvious that you left your home, your phone home for that one thing. So you have to plan it out. It has to be premeditated. Really carefully. Yeah, yeah. so you, you leave your home, phone at home like every Friday. Well, right. nowadays you got cell phones tracking you. you got security cameras <laughs> yeah. up all over the place. And, and, and here's Tori trying to get more cameras in our studio. Yeah. I'm That's like, for social media. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned earlier, oh, people following each other around on these apps, and some people don't like that. You have to both agree to it. Yeah. What do you, why wouldn't you? I agree. Well, it's supposed to be in the wedding nuptials now. Yeah. <laughs> Tori? I need him to not know how many times I go to TJ Maxx. Oh, see? Duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, my wife comes home and brags to me. I saved $400 but, but, a day. I'm like, oh, God, how much did she spend? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I hope she spent yeah. $5. I doubt <laughs> it. But some girls are not like you or and, well, and, I hope and Jamie. <laughs> because they, I mean, some girls do hide a lot of shopping from their man. They don't yeah. want them to know they've been at the, you know, jockey lot. Well, they could be at the jockey lot and not have bought anything. Uh, right? Nah. I mean, come on, you gotta have a goat or a chicken. I'm like, but come on, a girl go shopping and not buy anything? Really? What? They have goat, they're animals. <laughs> they have yeah, animals say. at the Anderson Jockey Lot. You didn't tell me that. Now yeah. I want to go. Tom needs to hit the coast, and you need to hit Anderson. <laughs> but don't buy the fake Louis Vuitton goats, because they aren't real. They're not. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, I've got reasons you should always leave work on time. It's going to help you out this morning because as soon as you wake up, a lot of times, what's the first thing you think about? Like naps. Yeah, when can I take a nap? Lunch. <laughs> Lunch. Vacation. Okay, vacation. Weekend. I don't care what you say. You're not going to convince hour. me to stay longer. Okay. <laughs> so, the same thing. When you get to work, first thing you start to think about is Lunch. When, when you're going to leave. Oh. Yeah, when you're going to leave. I've got the reasons why we should always leave work on time. This is going to help you out. I'm not staying that late. And by the way, I don't think about that when I get to work. It's yeah. when my alarm goes off to get up out of bed. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm like, what time am I going to be back to lay right back down here and watch Netflix? So <laughs> they say it makes you more disciplined. Once you decide you have to leave on time, it makes you prioritize things to make sure that you get the most important stuff done first. And a lot of people don't realize how unproductive they are until they're forced to finish on a deadline. Mm -hmm. So that's why you should leave work on time. That's As opposed one to what? Leave work on time? Or work and stay later and work. Oh, my God. So I had this all wrong. Okay. 
Because I don't think they appreciate you staying later. You think you look like a good employee no. until you are late just one too many times, and then they fire you. I thought he was saying that I should stay at least until it was over. Never mind. Okay. I, I don't know why it's so hard to understand. Uh, Is it time to go? I don't know. I don't know. It's not complicated. <laughs> Reasons to always leave work on time. You'll become happier. More well-rounded person as well. Instead of being a workaholic, you'll have more time to do the things you actually enjoy doing. So it will make you happier if you leave work on time. So leaving earlier will make you even happier. Okay, well. Oh. uh, Okay. (laughs) Taking a sick day. I'm happy just thinking about it. Uh (laughs) The quality of your work will improve, they say. When you cut like 30 minutes off your work day, you'll have more time to exercise, sleep, relax, Uh and, uh, you know, spend time with your family, which is more important than being at work. Spending time with your family is uber important. People take that for granted and they become workaholics and it affects your kids. Your kids grow up and they do bad stuff. I have a a family who's workaholics and his wife told or said, I don't want, I want to enjoy life while we're younger. Yeah. Don't work yourself to death. But you can't have this quality life if I don't work, honey. Uh, Well, that's what they say. yeah. Yeah. True. And then they say reasons to always leave work on time if you're the boss. Your employees will be much happier if you're the boss to leave work on time. Because anytime the boss leaves, you're like, all right. Everybody takes a big, <laughs> you know, deep breath and silent. Ah, he's gone. Yeah, I watch shop for his car and then I make an announcement <laughs> over the loudspeaker. He's gone. A lot of people <laughs> feel like if the boss works late, they have to work late too, and it puts pressure on them. So they want to show off and say, okay, as soon as he leaves, though, don't think they're going to stay another hour or two. They are just waiting to see the boss leave. I had a boss who would leave every Friday at noon. And by 1230, we were all gone, too. Yeah. 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 Now, I have had a boss where I'm leaving because, you know, we get here early. We leave earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, than some people. He was just coming in, you know, lunchtime. And I hid. Yeah. I hid behind Mm -hmm. a wall until he walked past and I ran out the door. (laughs) What's so funny is you're feeling guilty because you're leaving at the time. He should be feeling guilty for coming in at noon. No, I think he thought he could come in whenever he wants. I mean, yeah, I don't don't care either way, but you were hiding. Yeah, because I didn't want to talk. Heck, I I have done an army crawl to my car before (laughs) (laughs) because his window is right there. And you're like, well, he can't see my (laughs) I crawl under the window and get to my car and just drive off. He just sees a car with nobody in it backing up. (laughs) (laughs) Hawk's car is driving off. He must still be here. Uh That's when you need one of those cars that will pick you up. You yeah, know, around the side of the building, it'll crank up. And <laughs> so if the boss calls you out today, just remind him of these reasons why you are leaving work on time today. Yeah. For your yeah. sanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.